Hello everyone, and I, I'm Bryony Dewey, and we're here for the Media Day Guild Officer interviews. And I'm joined with Lily Ellis, a fellow interviewee, with Amira Campbell, who is running for Guild President. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, yeah, so I'm Amira, I'm running for Guild President this year, and I'm really excited to be launching my campaign and be running for President. <laughs> okay, well, we discussed this before we went kind of um, on air, or I should say onto the podcast, but we're going to do a little warm-up <laughs> question uh, with Amira. And... Um, as you know, if you do fab or you do sports night, VKs are a vital part of your <laughs> night out. What colour VK do you get? Ooh, has to be an orange VK, but I've got to admit, and I'm going to admit right now, I am not a VK fan. No, I think that's a I solid guess. answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone is on the same page with you. Yeah, that. okay, cool. <laughs> okay, we're going to um, just like basically ask like, why, why are you running for president? Like, what is your motivation? Why are you passionate about being president for the Guild? Okay, um, so I think it's really about the opportunity to make some change, right? For so many people, um, the Guild is an institution, an organization, a charity that works with the students and making sure that it really is about the students, making sure that it is student-led, making sure that um, things are convenient, efficient, and working well for our body and our cohort is at the heart of what I'm trying to do. Um, for my particular manifesto, which is like eat, which feels a bit cheesy. I was like, <laughs> I did it. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> but here we are. Um, and I like split it into sort of like equity, which we're talking about imbalances in society and things like that. Then affordability, because I'm broke. And yeah. I think everyone's broke at uni. Yeah. Um, and then T, which is transparency and actually understanding our organization. And those are three things and aspects I think the Guild can build on even more and improve. Um, and so I want to be a part of making that change. Why do you think you'll be good at it? So that felt like a very interview question. Yeah, that like, was... Uh, why are you good for this job? But I guess it is a job at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, the way to tackle change is through com community organising. I've got community organising training. I've practised it with another campaign that I've run in the past that you're probably going to ask me about. <laughs> so I'll hold back on that. Um, and yeah, I have experience making change with these sort of things and working with students and being a part of that and being someone who's experienced a lot of these issues so I think yeah I think I could do a good job <laughs> in your manifesto I think me and Lily really picked up that um you talk a lot about like mental health and like, yeah. the crisis um how like can you talk a little bit about how you're aiming to kind of like address this mm. um I think I'm going to start by talking from a personal aspect and then talk about um groups and people that yeah, I've go for it. got experience with so um many people know about the student mental health crisis I mean it's really real um issue affecting so many of us. Um, I personally just experience a lot of things with stress. And I think that the um, university experience and environment really exacerbates that further for a lot of students. I mean, we're talking about issues with the reasonable adjustment policy um, and the work that we do around that as a university, the amount of pressure that we put on students, as well as the fact that they're entering a new environment having to engage with other people. And there's a lot of change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of new things and it's a lot at once. And there are a lot of expectations, a lot of pressure. And I don't think you can expect everyone to excel under these conditions. Um, so from a personal aspect, there's that, the practical things that our university needs to take responsibility for changing in order to, well, ascertain positive results from our student body. Um, outside of that, I think young people as a general across the country, in the UK, we have some of the highest um, levels and um, stats for depression. Um, and we look at so many other countries as well as our own, and young people are really 
the victims of mental health. And so I think addressing that and actively recognising that as an institution is something that we need to do. Further to that, um, some of you all know there's an organisation um, or a group or a society. They've not truly been affiliated <laughs> yet at the Guild, so I'm not quite sure what I can and cannot say. But they're called Breathe Uni, um, and I've been doing work with them for quite a while, usually as their um, EDI um, officer role within that. <laughs> and um, sitting in that role and being with the, that community and just having a space where we can talk about these issues um, and have that conversation and facilitate change um, is really powerful in thinking about personal development and all of these different things. Um, and I think those sort of spaces, those sort of conversations are a part of our way to improving that experience for so many students. Thank you so much for sharing like the personal element to it. I feel like lots of people can like you know, empathise with that. They've been through a lot of tough times when they've been at uni. Yeah. Um, I kind of, to follow up on it a little bit, like how do you think that will like directly impact on students, you know, the changes you'll make, like, mm. you know, Guild advice is only open three times a week, yep. like, for two hours for drop-in sessions, have you got, like, anything kind of directly mm. that, you know, if a child, like, not child, a student is in yeah. crisis, whether they can go to, mm. you see what I mean? I mean, one of the things that I want to launch are more focus groups, as many of you all know, there was a series called Black Students Talk that was le um, led um, by Sarah Jane too. I think it actually launched again on Tuesday this week. Um, and one of the biggest things that I found with that series is that it only ran for six weeks. It was one hour a week and then it was over. And then when you contacted Sarah, she was like, well, the university don't pay me to offer more. I don't have the facilities to do more. I'm a psychotherapist and I'm one human being. And so it's that balance between what students need and also what the staff need in terms of being able to offer those services. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can finance, support and provide more of those spaces, we can really work towards making a change physically and practically for students. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> one of the biggest things when like asking students around like addressing what the new guild president needs to do yeah. is one of the things that's come up is affordability. Mm -hmm. I see that you've included this in your manifesto. Right. Can you talk a bit about like your plans to help students who are in need? Yeah. So as you'll already know, the current officer team have done a lot in the way of the cost of living, something that didn't have to actually be a part of their manifestos because it wasn't something that struck at the time that they were campaigning and it sort of hit during their time in roles. But um, they've done work already to try and expedite the date of which student staff at the university and at the Guild will attain living wage. And one of the things I want to do is make it faster because the current plan sees us quite a few years in the future until we'll actually reach that goal. Um, and I think that with the potential that the Guild have as an organisation financially, there is capacity for us to reach that goal sooner. Um, one of the other things that I'm really actively um, involved in um, with my work and other campaigns, but just across the board with the work that I've done with this university and with the Guild, is about remuneration of students' labour. So one of the things that comes up so often is that students are volunteering to do work, or they do work, and when they're in these volunteering roles, the amount of hours that they devote, the work that they do is incredible and extensive, often to the benefit of the Guild and of our university, and they see no financial remuneration for that labour. Um, and we're also talking about work that is also for the benefit of other students, right? And is helping people enjoy their experience at the university, right? 
Um, so one of the things that I've talked about is liberation campaigns um, or liberation organizations, associations. We're thinking groups like the LGBTQ plus association, my own group, which is Black Voices and groups like that where we have students that could be supported and trained in the work that they want to do and the change that they want to make and then be remunerated for the hours that they put in when they're meeting people, having one-to-ones, when they're organising events, all sorts of things like that. Let's remunerate these students for their labour because they deserve it. Can you explain to those who are listening what remunerate means? Oh, remunerate <laughs> just means get paid. <laughs> it's a posh word for get paid. Um, so yeah, but it's talking about um, almost like you did something so now you're getting recognised as well. Yeah. Um, so there's that extra layer of gravitas. Um, um, another thing that I talk about um, in affordability within my, my um, manifesto, besides remuneration for labour, besides living wages, it's also more lighthearted things like drink steals and ways yeah. that we can make social events and spaces on campus more accessible and just that little bit cheaper for students because students deserve those discounts. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, um, one of the things I really did pick up is your kind of conversation within your like manifesto about transparency. Mm. I did, however, remember last year our current president, Acacia, talks a yeah. lot about transparency. Mm. Uh, do you think she hasn't addressed this if you are bringing it up <laughs> again in your manifesto? Look at you trying to start tea. <laughs> <laughs> we were no. saying that earlier. <laughs> okay, so Acacia's transparency and the work that Acacia's done in her role has been absolutely fantastic and she's been brilliant. I mean, in terms of female um, women's safety and female safety on campus, um, we're talking all sorts. She's been absolutely incredible. And actually, I had a conversation with her not too long ago where she was, because um, I showed her my manifesto I was like what do you think yeah. like can I get feedback and she was like you know this point here where you said about a graph of the like senior seniors and staff at the university she's like we're actually in the process of writing it right and it probably won't be seen in my time but by the time you come on you'll be finishing off those details really and truly and you can keep it in your manifesto but this is already on its way so I think the key thing is remembering that presidents only have a year in their spaces in their terms and so a lot of the things that they've worked on don't necessarily get passed through in their time there are things that have been passed through from Mikey Brown and from previous presidents that have only come to fruition now do you know what I mean and I think what we see and what we have to recognize is that Acacia's done a fantastic job and I'm going to reap the benefits of the work that she's done I'm going to reap the benefits of the work that Mikey's done I'm going to reap the benefits of the work that Toby did the work that Joshua did I can't go much further than that in my knowledge of <laughs> your presidents now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, no. I think Acacia's done a fantastic job, um, and I think that transparency is something that's still a work in progress here at the Guild and especially at the university. And holding them accountable and pushing that even more is something that I want to continue to do. Um, obviously, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but we were talking to our deputy head of news about how you're quite an active voice in Ooh. Black Voices Europe. No plug, guys. How do you feel about your involvement in this society? Um, and has it prepared you to be, mm. well, obviously, you said like, it prepared you a little bit to be president yeah. of the Guild. Um, yeah, what do you think about Wow. Um, so this is always a big question. I'm going to try and hold myself back from going into my normal black voices spill. Um, no, I will. No, please wait. It's, it's time. time. Okay, cool. Spill. <laughs> um, so technically, black voices is a campaign. Oh, Ooh. sorry. We were not accurate. <laughs> not a society. But um, so it was actually established by Toby, who was one of the guild presidents from Donkey's oh, years really? ago. Oh, really? Yeah, back in 2019. Wow. Oh. 
you've probably heard the words, the names before, back in 2019, yeah. In response to the George Floyd incident that took place, but also a variety of different things with Joseph Chamberlain, there was actually, I think, a Red Brook article that came out that was talking about historical reconciliation and about how Joseph Chamberlain, obviously the role that he played as a founder of university, but also in terms of his quite problematic history. Um, (laughs) And so Toby launched the campaign with Joshua Williams, I think, at the time. And um, what they wanted to do was talk about historical reconciliation, to have conversations with the university. And it wasn't really a student-facing campaign in that sense. Um, And it was very much kept within the guild. And um, I came during COVID year and I jumped on Zoom and I was like, ooh, black voices, that sounds interesting. I was commuting from city centre at the time, so I had no friends. Um, Because I wasn't on campus, I was a little bit isolated. None of us had friends in first year. Yeah, it was rough, it was a rough time. Um, But yeah, no, and I jumped on that and um, got to know the team. And then by the end of, and I'd held a couple of like online webinar talks kind of thing alongside um, this idea of like black history re-education and themes as such as that. Um, and then what happened at the end of the year, the entire team graduated. That was the only one left. Um, and I was like, ah, I'm a first year, I've not been on campus. <laughs> and um, there was a fantastic man called um, Tom Snape who works in the student voice office at the Guild. Um, and he was like, okay, we're gonna get you trained. We're gonna teach you how to recruit, like everything. And he was like, community organizing, here we go. Positional power, relational power. I was like, cool, notes taken. He was like, now we're gonna recruit. I was like, cool, we recruited a team of students, of black students to come and join me. We then launched the campaign again, a little bit late in October. Um, and then it basically grew from there. And now we have a space where every fortnight we have about 80 black students coming together to talk about various issues, to have discourse, to have debates, to talk about um, updates. We're trying to launch a black hairdresser's on campus because the two hairdressers currently don't cater to black hair. Um, we've That's done fine. work. Yeah, it's these sorts of. And I think what for me, I realised the campaign meant more to me was that it was about making life convenient. And I think sometimes institutional racism is such a subtle thread that students you can so easily be blind to it, right? Because you go on campus, you're like, oh, cool, I'll go to the hairdressers, get my hair done because I'm busy. I don't have time to do it myself or whatever. And it's all convenient there. And then I talk to black students, they're like, oh, I travel back to London every time I want to get my hair done. Right? Because that's where my home is. Or I pay £200 in city centre to get it done at a salon. Or I sit in my friend's bathroom and let her do my hair for me. And Um, I bet that takes hours as well. For hours. And let's actually talk about this. One of the things that I want to talk about is there are so many talented black hairdressers on our campus, student hairdressers, Mm. that can do amazing things. Um, (laughs) I came to uni, I'd never had like any extensions done in my hair, but I think I'd like maybe once or twice before in my lifetime before (laughs) uni. And I came and I met this girl called Lydia. Shout out to Lydia. Um, (laughs) And she did my hair for me and I was like, oh my God, I look amazing. It was was a really cool moment. And there's so many talented students. let's support them as well as provide a service on campus that's convenient for students that's also affordable. Um, And so that's part of what Black Voices aims and goals are. Um, We recently launched the My Name Is campaign in partnership with, um, well, the Racial Equality Matters campaign that exists across the world. Um, And that's about getting phonetics right and getting people's names because there's a lot of students with like African second names that mispronounce. I'm going on far too long about Black Voices. No, 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 no. no, no. I mean, I'm finding it particularly Yeah, no, please keep going. Yeah, so that's how Black Voices has been. And um, I think what's incredible for us is that when we do all this work, I then, there's a responsibility for me to report back to those students every two weeks and be like, this is what's been done since. 
come to this event. We actually have a hairdressers event tonight, I think. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one of those where we have those interactions, have those conversations, and encourage the university to give us more money um, <laughs> um, to make some changes. Mm. So yeah. Well, that definitely kind of links your uh, president campaign with like yeah. even the affordability and sort of allowing like black hairdressers to sort of yeah. I don't know like if there was some sort of thing where um, they could get involved in that on campus, like they could help them earn a bit of money. Absolutely. <laughs> a little bit of dust. <laughs> Needed. Um, I guess for me, one of the things that really stood out in your manifesto was the annual unions fair. Yes. I was really interested about that. So do you want to just talk a little bit about that and yeah. sort of how that would work and why you think that's important? Mm. So actually, I can't take full credit for this idea. <laughs> and that's the key thing that I want to say. A lot of students have been part of the input of the ideas that have come together for this. Um, and... Um, the Unions Fair is actually something that came up when I was in a conversation with some of the um, Solidarity um, team who were in Solidarity for the UCU strikes and stuff um, at the time. And I was having a conversation with a few of them and they were like, actually, I just feel like so many students don't know about unions. No, we, really, we were having like, a conversation before we came in and we were like, we actually, yeah. we actually don't really know. No, especially when you leave university. Yeah. yeah. Like, like who, I don't know... We, where to exactly. go. Like, right. It's like, what, like, it's just a bit like, oh, you're like, like, I'm in <laughs> right. You're like, I'll go to work yeah. and I will accept whatever conditions they give me. Which and then awful, I, yeah. well, I'll, I'll contact my line manager and see if he can make a change. Yeah. Like, so there's so little education provided as an institution, as a student union on these things, even though we're part of a student union. <laughs> yeah. Anyone? Um, even in like now, like with all the. T uh, the lecturer strikes and just Ooh, all that. Like, it's so relevant. relevant, yeah. Like, but I really just don't know enough about enough about <laughs> it. <laughs> it was actually happening, like right. And I mean, yeah. So the unions fair is, and I mean, I'm obviously privileged in the sense that as a musician or as a music student, musicians' union is something that is drilled into you, right? Like. Every music student is aware of the musicians' union because you're about to go probably into freelance work or orchestral yeah. work, and people may do you dirty. <laughs> um, and so you need that union protection, um, probably on a higher scale than other forms of employment. Um, but the need for student unions and student unions, work, workers' unions, <laughs> is so imperative and getting the opportunity to get a foot in there. And those unions would almost certainly love to come into the university and talk to students. No, I mean, we're at the University of Birmingham. We have so many intelligent, smart, driven students because that's largely what it requires to get into this institution and to have those voices at the forefront or leading or part of workers unions can only be a positive thing for that work environment um so yeah the unions fair is something that i'm really keen on we already have like the one world fair and all these other different like events that take place i know there was recently the cost of livings fair yeah and so i think a unions fair makes I think sense it's a great idea yeah, yeah. i love that <laughs> i remember so we when we came in to decide what questions we were going to do today mm. like lily said i really, really yeah because like, I, yeah. I hadn't like even clocked that that hadn't like we yeah. don't have that do you yeah know what i mean no so that's a really i found that so interesting yeah <laughs> i'm really excited for that. Same. come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> let's make it happen <laughs> Okay, and I guess kind of as just like a little kind of final bit of a slightly like fun question. Fun question. Okay, we're ready. So, kind You're of the there, warmer, you know. Okay, so we just wanted to know: Do you think you're more of a Mikey Brown or an Acacia? Oh God! <laughs> Why would no shades you shades do that? <laughs> I don't know. Am I allowed to answer? Oh my! 
We like to make people you guys, comfortable. You yeah. bring out the hard <laughs> questions. <laughs> you guys bring out the heavy questions. <laughs> can I can I find a diversion out of this? No. <laughs> can I so no, no. to be nice. Let's say yeah. I was gonna throw out and be like I'm a Toby fan <laughs> and just oh. subvert it all. No, 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 it doesn't like, make it. No, wow. It's specifically my location. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you can give okay, an explanation okay. why. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that okay that, that would yeah, save no, you a little bit. Yeah, no, please do. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna find my way out of this. <laughs> I'm gonna find a diplomatic way out of this and say I'm an occasional fan on the basis that I think she's done an incredible job. I've been able to see the results of her presidency more so than during Mikey's when I wasn't as involved with the university experience and with the guild. I was oh, less involved. It's good. on me, I was less involved. Um, and also just because some of the things that she said really resonated with me um, in her, her manifesto. I felt like I followed and watched that journey take place. So that, that's what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> that was very hard. I don't do this. Saying. I hate this. I should never have answered that question. I have pure regrets already. Like I've just, I've just I thought upset a whole population. I thought you were gonna be like, I'm an Acacia fan, but, but I'm gonna yeah. be Mikey Brown. But there was no, there was no part. There was no. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel terrible. <laughs> no, that was really good. <laughs> Well for I, uh, I felt like no one else answered and I'm gonna face the consequences of being the one person that answered. No, uh, you've good. trapped me. <laughs> that's good. Thank you so much for coming in and like taking out time of your campaign. Um, Thank and, you. Yeah, this hopefully this will be uploaded soon and yeah. yeah Thanks good. for having me. No, no, thank you.